This is a song of love for you, child. I love you! Yeah.
Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Buenos dias, mi familia. Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias, como esta? Muy bien, mi amo, the Arnie State Show. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, you didn't think I could utter all that out in old Espanol. Yep. Yeah, little 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 metalachi this morning for you to kick off your Cinco de Mayo. If that means that you eat at Taco Bell today to celebrate, then you eat at Taco Bell today. Oh, you know, I, I know you know all the fucking Mexican places are gonna be packed tonight, baby. Margarita specials. I, I love these racist holidays. Racist holidays are my favorite ones. Because you can be just so absolutely over-the-top racist. You can wear a big sombrero. Hey, we're all Irish on March 17th. And some asshole wish somebody Mexican, hey, happy Independence Day. It's not Independence Day, stupid. That's in September. Oh, man, the memories I have of this day in radio. Oh, Glorious. Just, I, I need to get that drop for, from WWE. Glorious, glorious, glorious. Uh, I'll say some good mornings. and I'll, I'll tell you the, old, the, the greatest one ever. And we did it a couple times. I know I've talked about it on this show. Uh, let's see. Uh, Douglas, or no, actually, uh, Andrew. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, happy hump day, y'all. Let's have some fun. It is hump day. Hump day. Hump Look at that. Day. Hump day. Hump day on Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Muy bien. Muy bien. Douglas, good morning. Look at uh, that hump day is on Revenge of the Fifth. I'm ready for some ass. Yep. Uh, Straight Fire says happy ass hump day. Arnie and Ass Family, right back at you. Pump day, pump day, pump day. Uh, Scotty says this song kicks so much ass. It, look, I uh, Metalachi, if you've never got to see them in concert, go see them. They, they tour. They are fantastic on stage. It's one of the funnest, I, I'll say it, it's the funnest show I've ever been to. It was so much fun. My buddy Dan took me. Where he's like, you've never seen Metalachi? I'm like, no, I, I knew who they were. And then they got on stage, and they were fucking awesome. So if you ever get a chance to see Metalachi, go see him. I promise you, you will have a great time. I saw him at, uh, what is it, Harlow's? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hangtown Jen says, happy hump day, Ass family. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Uh, music of my people. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Oh, well, happy Cinco de Mayo. Uh, let's see. Where should I do, do, do this? Uh, there we go. Yeah. For all my Espanols out there. Ha-ha. There you go. 
I mean, that 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 just that that stinks, stinks, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, let's see. Uh, she asked, "Is this Metalachi?" And I replied with "C." Uh, that's Spanish for yes. Uh, Tim and Grass Valley says, "Good morning, ass family." Dave Co. Buenos dias, Dave Co. Mi amigo. He says, "Que pasa?" It's Cinco de Mayo, familia. Scott says, uh, "Happy Dump Day, ass family." Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. Yeah, if you thought May the 4th was off the hook, prepare for Revenge of the 5th. I, I I think the Cinco de Mayo's got you beat on the Revenge of the 5th. Oh, yeah, how do you say hump day in Spanish? El humpo deo. Uh, let's see. Uh, I am, uh, are, I, are you learning Spanish so you can speak with all the new residents from south of the U.S.? No, no. I look. I I took Spanish in in college. I took an entire year of it. Can't you tell? Uh, Ogre says, "Buenos dias, familia." Holy fuckballs! It's Mexican equivalent of St. Patrick's Day. Exactly. How many households are making tacos tonight? Go ahead and raise your fucking racist hands out there. I see you. I think we're having burritos. Happy Vince, good morning. Uh, what's up, Christopher? How you doing? I have noticed, I will say this, I, but I, I haven't been to a lot of bars or anything here. I have noticed that Cinco de Mayo is a lot bigger in California than it is here in Texas. It just is. I don't know why. Good morning, Braddy Kid. How are you? I hope you have a great day today. We're having borscht and kung pao yak. You damn, uh, you damn cultural appropriators. Damn right. Woo! Look at me and my sombrero. Woo! Shit, we should go to ponchos tonight. Fucking ponchos would be off the hook today, man. I asked Mrs. Dave Coe if she had a little Mexican in her. She said no. I said, would you like to? Oh, Dave Coe's starting out. Fuego! In fuego, mi amigo. Okay, so I promised I'd tell you. All right, so every year, Cinco de Mayo, right? We would try to think of a promotion. And literally, we would think of every stereotype that was out there. And then the the year that we came up with the idea, oh, it was the greatest idea in the entire world. So the first time we ever did it was it, it was in Reno. We only did it twice, and, and both times were in Reno. One time it was at the corner of Kitsky and Moana. Now that's a really busy intersection there. Yeah, it still is super busy, but it's all fucked up now. It's all different. But there used to be a Taco Bell. I think Taco Bell's still there, and that's where we were at. That's how fucking racist we were. We went to a Taco Bell on Cinco de Mayo. And got away with it. But see, this is when we were the country station. This is before we got into doing any really risque stuff. No, no, we were the rock station then. We were the rock station. I take that back. Um, so we got a pinata. <laughs> there you go. There's, there's stereotype strike one. Hiya! <laughs> and... Well, I guess that's straight two and three since it, we're doing it only on Cinco de Mayo at a Taco Bell 
and we got a pinata. Okay. So we filled this, and, and we were our, our our station was one hundred four point five. We were one of the first stations in the country to, I think we were the first station in the country to assume the word dot instead of like point five because we knew the dot com age was coming on. True story. So we were Rock 104.5, still a radio station in Reno. I, I, I don't know how it's doing. I, I can only wish the people on the air, if there's anybody on the air there to do well, everybody off the air there can go fuck themselves right in their ass. Uh, but we got this pinata, and we put 104 $1 bills in the pinata. Now, that's $104 bills, but we told people we had filled it full of cash, which we did. But it was only $104. And we took it out there, and I knew it was in there, and the guy back at the station knew it was in there, and we were dying on the inside. And we, we could have only I, – I couldn't have even hoped for the results that happened. So about 7.45, most listened to time of the day, they kick it out to me. And I'm like, hey, are you guys ready? We're going to spin you now, and you're going to beat the other. And then, like, we did a drawing. Morgan, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Good morning, my friend. So I, I pick a lucky winner to be the person that strikes the pinata. And I'm going to be cool and not make them wear a fucking blindfold. Problem is, is that I still got to spin them around, so they're going to be kind of dizzy. And the person that breaks the pinata usually never gets the shit inside. So I'm picking the biggest loser as it is. So I spin this person around. They whack the shit out of this thing a couple times, and all of a sudden it busts open, and you see green come out. And we were we were a we were a popular radio show, so there were a lot of people at this at this street corner. And I almost got fucking taken out because the swarms of people that dove on, it it had to be four people deep. They're just jumping on each other, they're pulling underwear, they're fucking grabbing, they're doing all this shit. Somebody comes out and goes, I got only two dollars. I'm just like, oh fuck, this is better. And I'm trying to tell the guy back to the station, oh, it's a sea of humanity. People are wrestling over one another. Oh, this is the humanity. <laughs> and I'm trying not to laugh the entire time. So we do the same event the next year, but we do it at a Chevy's inside of a casino. Oh. So it looked like the re- reverse running of the bull. Absolutely. So the next year we do it at a Chevy's fancy place. <laughs> and it, w- whatever the uh, GSR is now, the Grand Sierra's Resort, that thing, whatever it was back then, whether it was the, the Hyatt or MGM, I don't remember. But they had, a, they had a Chevy's in there. We were doing our big Cinco de Mayo promotion. And I look at the promotion staff. I said, well, we can always do the pinata again. And me and my partner started laughing, and that was a good sign. So they said, okay, let's do it. Did it the exact same way. This time he was on hand to witness it. 
And my God, I have never seen fucking Spanx and underwear pulled so fucking much. All for one dollar. Oh my God, that was so fun. Those were so, you can't do that now in radio. Somebody would sue you. You can't have fun in radio like that shit anymore. Oh, those were good times. Those were so fucking fun. Too bad you never had the ladies wrestle in guacamole. No, no, never did that. I, I think we, pro- we probably could have. If, if we would have had good enough concert tickets, we could have. Look, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. Back in the Dizzy, as the kids would say, we could, I mean, honestly, some of the games, I'm sorry, I haven't started the show yet. I'm just going down memory lane because it's so much fun. We do have a whole shit ton of stories we got, though, today. I'll tell you that right now. Um, we could pretty much do whatever we wanted. And, and, and I mean, the... My my all-time favorite game next to the pinata thing, I, I will tell you this, was the refrigerator slam-off. Now, this game was just so fucking brilliant on my part because I, I kind of I, I pitched the idea. I said, okay, what if they put their cordless phone? Remember, because we all had cordless phones. Some people would say, hey, I don't have a cordless phone. I'll put my other phone in there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and you get your cordless phone. And you put it in in the fridge, and then you slam the door as hard as humanly possible. Now, we used to offer, like, concert tickets and shit for this one. And one morning, it was so so fucking great. It was like people had stocked their refrigerators full of stuff. And and I remember it was like you could tell it was like a 20-year-old kid that was playing the game. And I think it was for, like, you know, fucking Motley Crue tickets or something. And he just rears back and slams the holy shit out of this refrigerator door. And you can hear shit fucking breaking and falling, right? And then all of a sudden he opens it, right? And you can hear, Johnny, what the hell did you just do? Oh, Jesus Christ, he broke the refrigerator. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, God almighty, that was so much fun. The piñata sounds better than having someone drown in their organs. Yeah, no shit. Why couldn't you do that again? It's not like you killed someone with drinking water. I know, right? Look, I mean, look. Okay, since you guys are are, are liking the reminiscing, I mean, think of some of the shit we did, we had a girl bob in chocolate pudding for a, a, a playing card, and she lost her two front teeth in there, and we continued to play because she didn't say anything. No, there's no, in today's world, look, I'll tell you this right now. The, the drinking water thing, it changed the game completely. Because we were, like, we were one of the shows, we, we were, at one time, we were named the, the, the best morning show in the entire country. That, that, that's a true story. By the biggest trade magazine that's out there. We were R&R's morning show of the year. We beat people like Howard Stern. We beat Man Cow. We beat everybody. I was very proud of that. And it's because we did all this shit. 
We would do the Arnie Guy Challenge. We would do our Valentine's Day party. We would do these events, and these events were fucking just stupid and insane. And somebody was either going to get hurt or really sick doing it. And then once the, the, the water drinking thing happened, we couldn't even get insurance to cover people if they fell accidentally because they were drunk. Uh, bobbing for chocolate is way more wacky than sound effects in Hawaii. <laughs> well, we were a fucking wacky show. Thursdays were Hawaiian Thursday. And why? I don't know. Did we ever? And, and honestly, it was such a. This is what baffled me about that. And I'm glad you brought that up. The Hawaii thing lasted for about a year and was one of the most popular things on the show that we did behind the 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 happy music and, and bad news stuff. People loved Hawaiian Thursday, and they loved it because it brought such joy to me and such pain to other members of the show. Our sales team never sold any fucking travel packages to Hawaii. We were at a clip of, at that time, we were almost three to one ahead of the second place show. We could have had trips to Hawaii to give out, and we never gave anything good like that away. Why? Because we didn't have to, because we were at a three to one lead, but they could have done so much more for us. Oh, I look back on that time and think of all the missed opportunities. Uh, didn't they have to sit and didn't, uh, they have you sit in a tub of salsa one year? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. It was me. Back in the old, old Reno days, we would have to do the wacky street corner events. So every Friday the 13th, I would dress up like Jason Voorhees and be at a street corner. Valentine's day. Of course, I'm going to dress like Cupid, find a big enough diaper to put on me. Good to go. And so those were all built in. Those were pretty much mainstays. So we had to look for other things. We had this big book. Every day is national this day or this is national whatever month. I'll never forget one year it was, it, we found out, I don't know if it was April or whatever, that it was National Salsa Month. And I walk into the promotions meeting and I go, hey, I'll just sit in a tub of salsa. Everybody looks, they go, yeah, okay, that works. Next. Huh? And they had to, they had to put so much milk in there. Otherwise, otherwise that fucking tomato sauce would have burnt my ass. It already did burn my ass. I'll tell you that right now. It was not fun. But we did some really dumb fucking stuff. Boy, but it was fun. Man, we had a lot of fun back then. I feel bad for kids that want to get in radio now because they hear some stories like this and they go on YouTube and they watch old, like, radio things. You can't do it anymore. No way you could do that shit anymore. Mm-mm. Nope, nope. It's way too corporate now. Way too corporate. You think they didn't play your request before? Shit, don't even think about it now. As far as all those games are concerned, I mean, like, like we got away with so much stuff because we we were so popular. We defamed, literally. I, I, I will never forget this. We were 
both really hung over one morning when it was just two of us in the morning, and this was in Reno. We were really hung over. And we made up, we used to make up fake commercials. Like, like one of our favorite things was we'd get really, really drunk. <laughs> At least I would. And we had this thing called the Tuna Toss. And I, I'm not kidding. We did the Tuna Toss at Reno Renegades games. They were a minor league hockey team. So we came up with this promotion where I we toss a tuna. We stand in the goalkeeper's square, and we throw this tuna, and we try to land it on the center line, as close to the center line as uh, as, as we could. Now, I'll never forget the and, – and it was a big, giant salmon. But it, it tossed the salmon, didn't have a ring to it. I remember everybody used to give a shit. Well, it's a salmon, but it's not even a tuna. Like, fuck, man, it's called toss the tuna. Never forget, the first time they wanted me to do it, hand me this big old carcass of a smelly-ass fish. Well, I take this thing, and underhand, I chuck it up in the air like I'm bowling, right? And I throw it, and it hits the ice, and it's tumbling, 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 rolling. And it it stops dead perpendicular on center ice. I never, ever came close again. I nailed it with the first shot. I was like, fuck. But we, I mean, we wouldn't even be allowed to do that shit now. You know, vegans would be so, meh. My favorite ad of all time was Arnie's porn and chicken. I remember those. We, we used to have so much fun. So this one day in Reno, we did an ad, a fake ad, for a strip club <laughs> in Rio Linda. Rio Linda at the time was the world's largest trailer park. That's what it, it, it was in Guinness. It was under the world's largest trailer park. And we put air, every fucking stereotype in the world in there. Uh, we got a C-section Wednesdays happening here. And I don't know if we called it the Lonely Utter or something like that. But we're fucking defaming the shit. We had no idea that there was an actual place in Rio Linda that was kind of like what we were describing. I'm not kidding. I'm not. I swear to God. There was like, I think something that sent us over the top is we go, uh, we got a saddle on, on a pig on the stage. And I think they had a saddle on a pig on a stage there. And we had to apologize to them. Oh, we didn't mean to. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. because, And I remember it was so bad. I'm looking back because I was laughing so hard. I know that I only laugh that hard when I'm going all the way in and I'm fucking digging in, both feet in. Oh, shit. I, I can't even remember all the stuff that we said, but my God. Oh, you guys made up commercials. I like the ones you made where Cindy was promoting poise pads. <laughs> oh, the poise pads, the ones I did? Yeah, poise. In case you don't want to leak. <laughs> oh, man. Back in the day, man, we used to have so much fun. So much fun. I'm trying to think if we didn't do a lot of, well, we didn't do any crank calls on the morning show. Any other contests you guys remember? All right, I guess we can start the show. Uh, Alicia, good morning. By the way, hey, Alicia, you know what? I, I don't say this ever. 
But be sure to tell Blake we said hello. Hey, he's an ass family member. Gotta give it up to Blake. What's up, my man, Blake? I, I know that you're you're not writing on here, but hopefully you're in listening range. So I hope that you are doing well, my man. Nobody says hello to you enough, especially me. Uh, she says, "Morning, y'all. Happy Hump Day." Oh, right back at you. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. And by the way, uh, the reason why I'm saying good morning to Blake this morning is because I guess they had family picture day and it went on social media. I, you, you, I, look, I, I can see the disdain in his eyes. I, 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 Blake, I know. I know. I know. You are a good, good man. Let me just say that right now. You are a good, good man. I, I could see it. The old walk in the wilderness. Oh, look, it's sunset. How weird. We had no idea we would be walking out here at sunset with a camera crew. <laughs> okay, we got to start the show now. I'm starting to have too much fun. Uh, <laughs> we're laughing. <laughs> What's that? Oh, wow, I should put that leaf under my ear. Hey, did somebody, <laughs> did somebody leave? Oh, it was sunrise. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Our leader of the free world, he was at it yesterday. Oh, my God, was he at it yesterday. Somebody didn't get his medicine. Former Vice President Biden repeatedly said vaccine.gum. Not gov. Gum. Uh, go to vaccine.gum. Up, 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 up. And while reading out the new website of the new COVID website, he read out CCD instead of CDC. Oh, Joe. Visit vaccines.gum. Uh, dot, 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 gov. Vaccines.gum. Or, or text, text your zip code to 438829. Oh, that's so good. That is so good. At least he didn't say dot .com. Yeah. <laughs> At least he didn't say dot Yeah, fucking A. This guy, really? What the hell's going on with this mic now? Oh, don't, don't tell me something's going on there. <sighs> Hold on a second. Is that better? Yeah. Oh, that, that uh, kind of better. I'm kind of coming in and out, huh? Wow. I don't know what the hell's going on with this microphone. Let's see something here. Oh, well, Bubba's got a bark. There we go. I think I got it. Did I get it? Yeah, I think I got it. Well, eh, it's kind of going in and out. 
Uh, let's see. Shit like this makes it even less believable that there wasn't some sort of widespread fraud. Should we call it fortification? I, I, I don't even know what to call it anymore, honestly. I mean, this guy's a joke. He is, he is a fucking joke. He can't get websites right. He says dot, dot gum instead of dot gov. Now, now, let, let's be honest here, everybody. Just everybody here, let's be honest. If this was the last guy, do we not remember what happened after Donald Trump got COVID? Remember how everybody was watching him? Oh, my God, look at him. He's, he, he's looking pale. He's, he's not walking right. Remember how everybody was watching him, thinking that they were going to invoke the 25th Amendment on him? Um, what's going on now? Can, can, can you tell me? Because all I'm seeing is a fragile, fragile as they would say in uh, a Christmas story, old man who is wasting away right in front of us. I have never been a Joe Biden fan or supporter at all, nor I don't think I ever will be. But I will say this, a man who has decided to give service to this country for as long as he has, I will say thank you because I think he is owed that debt of gratitude. Did he get anything done? No. But he is owed a debt of gratitude. And with that debt of gratitude comes a way that he can go out in, in peace. Not the way he's riding out now. He's riding out like a circus clown. And I'm not saying that he didn't bring this all upon himself. I, I have to say that I don't know if Joe Biden knew what he was getting into. Honestly, I, I, I think Joe Biden right now is so lost in pretty much every sense of, the, of that job. By the way, can you guys tell that my mic is cutting in and out or is it just me? I remember when everyone thought he had a stroke, when he had said, God bless the United States. Uh, we as a population should be mad at his wife for letting him be praised in front of the world like he has been. Dude, his wife is in on it too. I mean, she's obviously getting paid off from somebody to keep Joe going. And, and the thing is, the, the thing that, that really upsets me the most is that, well, everybody says I sound clear, okay. All right, cool. Just my headphone, I'll just have to get used to it. Uh, the bad thing is that you look at this guy and you see that there is some normalcy to him. The other day he's walking to Marine One, the uh, the helicopter, and he's got Jill with him. And he stops and he picks up a dandelion and he gives it to her. Now, maybe he did that for the press. Maybe he did it because he's a genuinely good guy. I mean, I, I, I want to. I, I would like to look at Joe Biden. And I know that we've talked about it and how he's probably had the best parties in Washington since the beginning of time. 
He seems like he's a guy that we'd all want to hang out with, minus his politics. You know he's going to have some off-color jokes for us. You know he doesn't believe in half the shit that he's trying to sell to the American public right now. And and his own party. And, and it doesn't surprise me. Look what this party did to Bernie Sanders. Twice. His own party is burying him under himself. It truthfully sounds like my grandpa a few years before he passed away, he had multiple strokes and dementia. Yeah. It, it is. It, it's sad to see that, but hey, I'll keep watching because shit, it's still fun to me. Uh, all right, next one here. Let's see. Oh, now you know they're standing up for your boss, and then there's just being flat out fucking stupid. And I gotta say, Jen Pasaki is that flat out fucking stupid. You know, Cowboys Girl, that's an interesting take. That he's a puppet on strings controlled by the party. I, I think you're absolutely right. But he doesn't know that party that he's being controlled by now. He went along, he he went along with the, the good old Democrats. He went along with them this entire way. And this entire time. He's been their guy. Well, he, he doesn't realize that the, the, the teams have changed. And he's no longer the, the Democrat side. No, he's no longer that side. It's now this progressive, weird, fucking liberal side. He's not part of that. But he thinks it's still the Democrats. That's the problem with Joe Biden. Now, his press secretary, Jen Pasucki, she said something so stupid yesterday. I, I, I don't, I, obviously, you don't even need a high school diploma to do this job. She said, and I quote, Joe Biden deserves credit for improvements at the southern border after four years of destruction and chaos under Trump. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So, okay, uh, let's go to the playbook. Play one, blame the previous administration. Okay, well, wait a second. Actually, these camps have been around since, well, that's right, I was vice president, so we better not say anything. Oh, or just throw them under the bus. And let's call them improvements. Improvements? The border problem has never been worse than it is right now at the southern border. The improvements, what, that they've built more shelters for more migrants to come here? And why are they coming here? Oh, the environment? Oh, that's right. Kamala said that from, what, 1,800 miles away because day 42 
And if you're not tracking, that is six full weeks. Six full weeks that she has been appointed the immigration czar yet has not been at the southern border once. Man, I want to get a job where I like manage, I don't know. I'll, I'll say, I, I don't know, uh, uh, Neiman Marcus. I want to be the manager of Neiman Marcus and not ever have to fucking go there. For, for, for six full weeks. See if I still have a job. After four years of the immigration system being rooted in destructive and chaotic policies. Really? Oh, if there was chaos at the border, it was caused by the media. Yeah, well, the media doesn't. Uh, look, the media doesn't hurt. They don't hurt. They don't help. They don't do shit. <laughs> then she goes on to brag about four families. Four will be reunited this week of the estimated thousand that remain <laughs> from the time of Trump's zero tolerance pro- program. Wow, you got four of them back together. Way to go. Would you get lucky in a DNA search? This fucking border issue is a pain in the ass. Uh, I, I am so... This border issue... All right, let's see what's next. A CDC release. Oh, okay. So here's a question. Anybody go to camp when you were kids? Anybody go to like, like, like I went to church camp once. And I remember, the. I'll tell you the year it was. It was the year that Fred Lynn hit the Grand Slam in the All-Star Game. Why? It's the only Grand Slam that's ever been hit in the All-Star Game. And it's the only All-Star Game I'd ever seen. Because I was at church camp. Had to go to church camp. Arnie, go to church camp. Church camp is a lot like regular camp. Except there's some Jesus time. You always get some pathetic loser kid that's fucking crying day fucking one. I want to go! I want to go! We had a kid who pooped the bed. He actually pooped his bed. And he had the top bunk, too. That was just horrible. Poop the bed day one. And this wasn't like some kind of crazy deliverance camp where the camp counselors were going to take us out and rape us later. Did it happen? Probably. Not to me. Oh God! Oh, that was Alicia. That was the worst. There are not there are not enough words that do not go together. There, vacation, Bible, school. Oh, oh! When my parents came, Arnie, we signed you up for vacation Bible school. 
Why? I passed. I made it to the next grade. I don't want to go to vacation Bible school. Vacation Bible school sucks. I can't watch TV at vacation Bible school. Oh, I fucking hated it. Oh, that was, that was worse than any camp. Did that for like three years. I chose employment over fucking laying back and going to another fucking treacherous year of vacation Bible school. Uh, I never got to go to camp as a kid. I was jealous of those that did, which is funny because I hate getting dirty, playing homeless, and being uncomfortable in general. But for some reason, I still complain to my parents about my impoverished life. Now, I'm thankful we were poor. My parents were hippies, not Bible thumpers. Uh, She said my daughter liked it. She said uh, a kid snuck all kinds of shit in. Oh, there you go. Nothing like a few loose quaaludes rolling around the old campsite. Uh, The CDC has come out and said masks must be worn at all indoor and outdoor camps this summer. No toy sharing and kids must stay three feet apart. Now, but the... Toy sharing is for kids. We're talking about kids' toys. According to the CDC, campers should wear masks for sports and athletic activities done outdoors when possible. With the exception of swimming. Well, thank God somebody came to their fucking senses. No, we think it's probably a bad idea that you cover your nose and mouth in the pool. Uh, let me guess. I- I'm just going to say this right now. Most popular event this year at camp, swimming. God, it's bad enough that you're going to send your kids to camp. And now, now they got to be, st- and, and here's the thing that sucks, man. The, the thing that sucks the most is that you got to go to this camp and it's with a bunch of kids you don't know. You, you don't know these kids. You're never going to see most of these kids again. Nor do you ever want to see them again. You're not going to have some kind of summer trisk. You're a fucking kid. Stay at home. Play baseball in the street. Say no to summer camps. They suck. So wait, they don't want children to waterboard themselves? No, no, they they are against that. That's not rule. Swimming. Swimming is okay. Uh, Parents do it to get a break from their... Oh, I understand why parents do it. Oh, I totally get why parents do it. But your kids hate you for it. I, I'm just letting you know. For that one or two nights of extra ass that you're going to end up getting, maybe you throw your back out one of those nights, and then, you, then it's all for waste anyway, except for the quietness. 
lifetime of resentment from kids having to go to camp. I still hold it fucking dear, it, it near and dear to my heart that I didn't see Fred Lynn's home run. I'm sorry, his grand slam. The only one that's ever been hit in all-star game history. Not that I like to see those historic moments or anything. Thanks, Dad. Oh, you remember that time you made me go to the ballet with Mom? And I missed Joe Carter rocking Mitch Williams for the fucking winning home run? Yeah, I was at the ballet that night. Took my mom. Missed that one. Thanks, Dad. Ha ha. Dick. The worst is when your parents go, why aren't you playing with Tammy? I really like her family. They're good people. You should hang out with her and her sisters. Well, Tammy and her sisters are a bunch of fucking weirdos. I would appreciate it if you don't make friends with their parents and force me to hang out with them. Oh, you're not going to do that? Well, fuck me, I guess. (laughs) Yes, Tammy and her friends are a bunch of weirdos that are probably out doing fucking peyote. Oh, you should hang out with them. They seem like they're interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting and terrible. Oh, that's funny. Oh, this guy, when is somebody? Please, dear God in heaven, tell me when it's going to happen. When is somebody going to slap the fucking taste out of Don Lemon's mouth? Or is it Don Lemon? He let loose on a rant Monday night at his own colleagues. Oh, I, I, I do. Is this the rant here? Well, let's let let us see. First, I would the chop with Santorum, and this is the piece of sound uh, that I need to talk to you about right here. If you think about this country, I don't know of any other country in the world that was settled predominantly by people who were coming to practice their faith. They came here because they were not allowed to practice their particular faith in their own country. And so they came here mostly from Europe and they set up a country that was based on Judeo-Christian principles. If you think of other countries like Italy and Greece and China and Turkey. Problems. One, uh, where's Don founding? Saying any of the things that the minorities. And it seems like. So Rick Santorum is on there with with, uh, Fredo Cuomo. Talking about the speech, and I guess somewhere in the in the speech, Rick Santorum says, "Native American lives matter." Well, uh oh, here he comes. I cannot. I was furious watching the interview in my office. I cannot believe the first words out of his mouth weren't, "I'm sorry, I said something ignorant. I, you know, I I need to learn about the history of this country. No contrition. Didn't talk about." You know, the suffering that Native Americans have had to deal with in this country, it was, I mean, Rick Santorum, really? Who, did he think, did he actually think it was a good idea for him to come on television and try to whitewash the whitewash that he whitewashed? I mean, it was, it was horrible. It was horrible and insulting, and I apologize to the viewers who were insulted by it because I was sitting in my office furious. Furious? Because he's done it so many times. Oh, I knocked over the lilies. And it's just, I'm sorry. It was just, it it was so egregious and insulting, 
and everything that we talk about, about the founding of this country, Europeans did not found, found this country. It was here. The Native Americans had this country before the Europeans came. Yeah, the Europeans conquered the country. They colonized it, but they didn't. They, they, it was had nothing. Uh, uh, th there you go, right there. There you go, right there. You see, that's what happens. They came over here and they won it. Sorry, and I guess Rick Santorum was standing up for it, and and now now he should be called out and say apologize for for that. Hey, Don Lemon. How about you get off your fucking moral, uh, moral high chair and come on back down to earth? Because I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tell you this right now. You're, you're a news guy on CNN. That's all you'll ever be. You won't amount to anything more. Maybe you don't want to be anything more. Hey, that's great. You're, a, you're a guy who was on CNN for a while. Did you get that job legitimately? Or did you get that job because, A, you're black, B, you're gay? Did those things help? Because you have no talent whatsoever. This isn't going to blossom into something huge for you like it has Anderson Cooper. You're not the black Anderson Cooper. You're Don Lemon. Guy who likes to get people riled up and then walks away. Uh, God, I hate when I people try to propagate that idea was founded on Christianity. Exactly, because it was not. Um, uh, what's it? I forget what it was called, what it was founded on. Everybody likes to, to go down, oh, founded on Christianity. It, look, they, it was allowed to be practiced here. That's the whole that that was the point of leaving is because people got to practice all their religions here. That's why they left. So there you go. I've got a solution. This is Don Lemon's uh, final segment. Uh, I got a solution, but anyways, not my decision. He wants Rick Santorum fired. That's what he wants. Well, that's great. That that's so good. It, it, isn't Santorum on CNN now? Isn't he a part of that shit network? Unbelievable. People are mad at that. Now, now I, I want you to understand something here. Don Lemon is mad at that. And he's talking to the brother of a guy who killed so many old people during the COVID pandemic in New York. He's got him one-on-one. -on -one. How about an apology from Fredo Cuomo for his brother? Oh, we aren't going to get that? Oh, 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 you're not, you're not going to question him on that? Because that doesn't fit your little narrative? Your narrative of being truthful and honest and as a broadcaster having some fucking balls, as a journalist having some fucking testicles, some testicular fortitude to stand up for what you believe in? Guess you just hate old people too. So it's true. Uh, all gay black anchors at CNN hate old people. So we, we know that's true now. We, we all know that's true. All 
black CNN gay anchors hate old people. That, 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 we got it. Canceled. There we go. Got him canceled? Yeah, got him canceled. Now, something interesting happened this week. Um, remember Tim Scott, the Republican uh, congressman from South Carolina? who came and gave out the rebuttal to uh, former Vice President Biden's speech the other night. He was called Uncle Tim, which is a big... Look, it, that it's a slur. T- calling him Uncle Tim is a slur. Deityism. Deityism. I think that's what it was. Um... But Tim Scott came out last week and, and rebutted what the president lied about, I mean, talked about in his speech last week. People told him, uh, called him Uncle Tim. And a Democrat from the state of Texas, the party chair, Demo- Lamar County, that's down in uh, Houston area, Gary O'Connor announced his resignation. Due to the fact that he called Tim Scott an Oreo in a Facebook post. O'Connor apologized for targeting Scott with a racial slur, which refers to a black person who is perceived as acting white. Wait a second. Hold on. I thought the Republicans were the racists. Wait. That too many things are happening here. How can that be that a Democrat said something like that? The Democrats are the woke party. Come on, they're the ones that that they know they know woke from wrong. Yeah. Ooh, I ooh, I like that. I might have to copyright that. I know woke from wrong. That resigned Democrat will soon be getting a cabinet appointment position of authority by the DNC. Probably. As we learn from Chicago, black-on-black struggles are unimportant. Yeah. I thought an Oreo was half white, half black. No, Oreo's two parts black. There's three parts to an Oreo. There's the top cookie, the bottom cookie, and then the white goo. Three, two-thirds, Oreos, two-thirds black. So to call him an Oreo, that's just, that, that doesn't make mathematical sense. Come on, it's not like the Democrats were in the KKK. No, no, not ever. Not ever. It wasn't a political ally of theirs or anything. Never. I can't believe this is happening, though. And by the way, nobody is talking about it. And Oreo is referring to him being black on the outside and white on the inside. Okay, there you go. And Oreo is someone black on the outside, white on the inside. Adam J. Buenos Dias, amigo. How are you, my friend? Happy Cinco de Mayo to you, my friend. But I, I think it's funny that most people that said all this stuff, look, this guy's 
He's stepping on the landmine for the team, I guess, because nobody else is stepping down. How come nobody else has to step down? This guy's it? All right. Maybe he is getting that captain post. I don't know. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Not at all. By the way, Caitlyn Jenner's going to be on Hannity tonight. Oh, that ought to be good. That ought to be good. Alan West, oh, Alan West tweeted this. I like Alan West. This ought to be good. Oh, man. Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, the chairman of the Republican Party of Texas. You know, a lot of people on the Democrat Party side continue to talk about how Republicans and people that don't agree with them are white supremacists, racist. The fact that we want election laws that makes us Jim Crow. Well, the Democrats were the ones that started Jim Crow. Right. But just recently, a former colleague of mine, Senator Tim Scott, well, some Texas Democrat county chairman from Lamar County, Gary O'Connor, referred to Senator Tim Scott as an Oreo. And so I just think that I will just walk over to the Texas Democrat Party or mail it to them, a nice little package of Oreos. Because until but, but this wait, guy resigns, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to stand up and speak out wait. against the party of systemic racism, uh, the party of the uh, soft bigotry of low expectations. Uh, they want to call sir. people such as myself that don't believe in them, that don't want to be on the 21st economic plantation Oreos. I want to continue to make sure that we send the, Oreos to the Texas Democrat Party because I'm sick and tired of the duplicitous hypocrisy. Now, if, if that is true, if, if that is true, I will join the Democratic National Party here in Texas if they're going to start sending me Oreos. Uh, but please do not send the, the mint. He, he's got a bag of the mint ones. You can't send the mint. No, 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 no. You, you lose all meaning with the mint. I'm not kidding. I, I can see the green in the package. He's sending the mint. Don't send the mint. Oh, my God. That's just too funny. I couldn't even write that. I mean, shit, dude. The guy's got mint fucking Oreos. You're losing the entire argument there, Alan. I like Alan West, too. Alan West should run for fucking office, but uh, this is just me. Uh, All right, speaking of a guy who is in office, a lot of people are talking this guy could be running for president. I don't know. I can see it. Uh, those are for Irish racists. Yes, that's who it's for. Uh, I I like what he's doing here. I got to say it because uh, Hot Mama, I know you're on here, and you shared this on, on Facebook yesterday. You shared it with me first, and I'm glad you went on Facebook with it. I'm not going to be the dick and play the sound effect saying I told you so, but this is the kind of stuff that you have to keep an eye out for. She sent me a text saying that that her son, the, the the crazy one, was invited to go to a Dodgers Giants game. May seventeenth, whatever, right? And, and it was at it's in San Francisco. And he asked her if if she could take him, and she said, "Yeah, sure, let's go. It's a Friday night." So she looked into tickets. 
And wouldn't you know, you either have to have a negative COVID test or you have to have the vaccination to go to the game. Now, California is going to be that way, I think, for a long, long time, unfortunately. Governor Ron DeSantis has banned local lockdown restrictions by executive order and bans vaccine passports. Now, I don't know if he I, I, I don't know if he can necessarily do that, like for a private business. Uh Took shots at the White House saying that restrictions need to be loosened in conjunction with vaccine access. Yeah, get vaccinated, but then make sure you continue to social distance and wear a mask at all time. Well, the message that sends to people is that the vaccine doesn't work. Yeah, that's exactly what that says. Because if the vaccines work, that would be your ticket to basically live normally. This is DeSantis saying all this. Uh, you have the right to participate in society without having to divulge this type of information. So I, I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, made permanent in order that bans blocks so-called vaccine passports prohibiting businesses, schools, and government agencies from requiring people to show documents. Hmm. Well, Okay. So it depends on what kind of state that you're living in and what kind of state you're not living in. I will tell you this right now. The state of California will have this in place. If you live in the state of California, you're going to have to show your papers off. They are going to, they, they are going to mandate that as soon as everything gets reopened. If you want to go to the games and stuff like that, then that's what's going to happen. Florida, obviously, they're saying no. I hope in Texas it just goes through and they say no to the vaccine passports. But uh, this state sometimes, it surprises me. Uh, Ogre says DeSantis is an idiot. The mask helps stop the spread of uh, asymptomatic spread. Just because you're protected doesn't mean you can't spread it. Not giving a fuck if you spread it means you're uh, nothing more than a sociopath. I'll be that asshole that yells, show me your papers. <laughs> uh, whatever, DeSantis. Wait, wait. If you don't like DeSantis, that's okay, but I mean... They haven't had masks for a long time in Florida. Those numbers are, are pretty low. Uh, anyone who has no problem with voting ID should have no problem showing vaccination papers either. Oh, I, I, I don't. I don't. If that's going to be the rule, I, I have no problem with it at all. Nope. Here you go. Boom, I'm in. And just because you don't, it doesn't mean you can't spread it. I, I don't understand that. 
I, I, I don't get anything. So you get the shot, you can still give it out. Well, I get the fucking shot then. Didn't the CDC and the WHO, not the band, come out and say the asymptomatic spread isn't really a thing? I, I, I don't remember all this asymptomatic and systemic racism and all this stuff that comes out. I thought that once you had it or you got the vaccine, you could not give it out anymore. I, I don't know. Uh, Dill Below Dagen says the shot is to help you. You won't see symptoms. You can still carry the virus. If you can still carry the virus, then wait. Can you still get it? Uh, the shot helps lower your viral load, thereby re- reducing its potential impact on your system or the viral load you spread to others. <laughs> Delbo says, I love spreading my load. <laughs> okay, great. Fantastic. Uh, DeSantis, uh, no, no uh, health health passports. In, in, okay, all right, good for him, whatever. Uh, The city of Chicago, congratulations going out to the city of Chicago this morning. Murders are outpacing 2020 already. Isn't that awesome news? Hey, great job. Great. I I mean, honestly, great fucking job, Chicago. Damn, damn, damn. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Nearly a thousand people have been wounded so far this year. A hundred and eighty-seven people have been killed. It's May fifth. Thirty more than thirty people are the thirty-seven point something people a month are dying, are being murdered. That's more than one a day. Good God Almighty. Yet, yet, by the way, and and by the way, a majority of these, the first, by the way, is a majority of these are, 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 are black people being shot. Mainly by other black people, but there are black people being shot. And the other, by the way, is Black Lives Matter hasn't said one fucking thing about Chicago. (laughs) Breaking news, Florida Evans died of the COVID. Michael got shot and killed outside the funeral. Word on the street is Buffalo butt in the, the building janitor had enough of his shit. Oh, gosh, and Kid Dino Might is on the loose. Don't forget Thelma. Thelma. Black Lives Matter movement is about police killing black people, not just any. I, I realize that. I understand. That's why it shouldn't be called Black Lives Matter. I'm sorry. It should be black lives versus police because it, it loses all. 
it loses everything with stories like this. 832 shootings have happened since the beginning of the year. <laughs> That's the name of the new activist group I'm starting, except to other, uh, to other blacks. <laughs> Unbelievable. Not one penny has been spent there. They did a story. There was a story about a couple weeks ago. You remember the first story about the lady who founded BLM just bought like a new $17 million house or whatever? Or, or one boy, it was like $1.6 million house in a predominantly white neighborhood in L.A. About a week and a half later, there's another story about her running up a $26,000 tab at a Malibu spa vacation resort. Like, I don't care if people got money and they want to spend it. Go ahead and spend it. But, uh... You know, if you're the founder of BLM, that's supposed to be a charity group. I got to say, and I would imagine there's some moms in Chicago that could use some help, maybe some financial help. Maybe a couple dollars here or there. I, I'm just saying, if black lives truly did matter. You see, I like when people like Don Lemon get all huffy and puffy when somebody says, well, don't all lives matter? I mean, honestly, if you don't say, if you say anything other than black lives matter, you have used the N-word in today's society. Think I'm kidding. Why don't you call Grant Napier? The man said all lives matter and was fired from his job with the Sacramento Kings and with the radio station in Sacramento. Now, look, I've said it once. I'll say it a million times. That firing was about 10 years too late because nobody liked Grant. Grant did not deserve to get fired for that. Not at all. Not whatsoever going on here in this country it's absolutely pathetic <laughs> i want to start a new group no lives matter we are just a blip on the epic scale of the universe get over yourselves no that's too real that's too real we have to have, that's introspective we don't want to look at ourselves that way we all are we are all precious gifts to this earth And if we're murdered by police, we matter more than anybody else. That's what I'm being told. And by the way, I'm using the word loosely when I say murdered by the police. If my death is at the hands of police, I matter more than anyone else, it seems like. Even though I was a criminal. I know it's horrible to dis besmirch the great name of George Floyd. But really, 
the, the, the guy in North Carolina had a 150-page rap sheet. I'm not making that up. It was 150 fucking pages long. You are making heroes out of these fucking villains. These people have been villains their entire lives. And now, because they got caught doing something illegal and something bad happened to them that should have never happened to them, now we're going to just throw out everything. We're going to throw out the history because that's what we do in this country. Anybody mad about that, uh, the, the throwing out of the history like me? Do you see what it leads to? We throw out the history of the Confederacy, or we throw out the history of this country. We whitewash everything, or I'm sorry, blackwash everything. What happens? Well, we start throwing away other shit, too. Like a 150-page rap sheet on a guy. Or a guy who was, who was shot wrongfully and the police officer is going to get uh, sent to prison on manslaughter charges because she thought she used her taser. Remember how we've changed the book on him? Oh, what a loving man this was. He held a woman, an elderly woman, at gunpoint for ransom. Not a good guy. Not a good guy at all. That founder bought four houses total, one for her and uh, the other three for her family members. When she was called out on it, she said her family is black and she's helping black lives. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, man. I hate to go on these tirades about these things, but, man, when I see these numbers... And what are police allowed to do anymore now? I mean, in a city like Chicago, what are they allowed to do? Yes, I'm so upset with the forgetting of history. So many of our uh, troubles today could have been made better if people would have quit pretending to know history and actually learned. Amen. But look at our look, look at the police. I wish the police would stand up and they would they would get rid of the bad cops that are in there. Because then police would be allowed to do their fucking jobs again. But now they have to wait until they're shot at before they can react. I don't think that's fair to them. I don't think that's fair at all. And I understand that life ain't fair. But why in the fuck would you ever sign up for that job then? I am a big fan of law enforcement. Big, big fan of law enforcement. I don't like the bad ones. The bad ones are evil. Not all cops are evil. Until they can do something, unions and all that kind of bullshit, we're stuck. But would you rather be stuck with what we have or with nothing? I'm going to go ahead and say with what we have, because with nothing, we're going to turn into Minneapolis, we're going to turn into Portland, we're going to turn into all these fucking crazy places. What happened to our morality? Now, I'm not a man who wants to 
get on my high horse when it comes to morality. But when you have a state that allows you to have an ounce of heroin, crack, cocaine, meth on you, and it's not an arrestable offense, I'm, I'm sorry, we, we, have, we have jumped a, a tad bit of the shark there. I'm all for my body, my choices. But the way that heroin got there was not by choice of someone's body. Probably was in somebody's ass who was muling across the border. They didn't want to do it. They had to do it. Otherwise, their family got chopped up. That's who it's hurting. Yes, and the world is mean. Yes, you are absolutely right, Adam J. We, we like to engage in these things because it sells newspapers and it makes a cool blip on the evening news. The war on drugs, the war on terror, the war on police, the war on this and that. If we were truly at war with those people, with those things, we would have stopped them. If we were truly at war with drugs, the only thing that could have stopped us was ourselves, and that's pretty much what happened. We're not able to rule with an iron fist like we can in war. So you're not going to win. So don't call it a war unless you're going to fight it like you fight a war. Mm, ass heroin. I guess there's no real way, pretty way to ask that up. No, no, that, that, there's not. I, I, I don't think that'll be on the super shop anytime soon. But where's BLM when it comes to stuff like that? Let, 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 let's branch BLM out, shall we? Let's live in make-believe land. And let's, let the, let, let's believe that this, this group this, this this company is actually truly looking to better the lives of uh, black Americans. Wouldn't they gone into like maybe community uh, centers, maybe started like funding detox centers or maybe rehabs or things like that or, or, or things maybe to bring back the, the family unit in black families? It wasn't until about the 50s or 60s where the father unit became kind of nonsensical in the, in the black families, where it became not cool to be a father. It stayed that way for a long time. But they find that, 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 that families that stayed together from, from black households that weren't torn up by divorce or things like that, uh, higher earning potential, higher things like that because they're raised in, in the family atmosphere and things like that? How about we look back into things like that rather than spending $26,000 at a resort? Just saying. 
these are just these are just ideas. Not every battle has to be against a police department. You can actually do some good on your own, but that's not going to happen because well, it's a bullshit corporation. I'll say it. It's bullshit. If BLM was actually a thing, if it was a group that did encourage, uh, that, that, that truly believed that Black Lives Matter, they would be in Chicago right now. They would be in every city where atrocities happen to black citizens. So they'd be everywhere. So saying Black Lives Matter, boy, that's a mouthful. You better live up to it. Why would you do that when you can steal all the money and be the queen of welfare? Well, because nobody wants to work for anything they have anymore. Nobody. And it's sad. It is truly sad. Oh, this is fantastic news. Do you remember, oh, Arnie, having a father in the home is empowering the Patriarchy and the oppression of women, you misogynistic, racist, istist, and phobic of whatever we don't like. Yeah, you're right. Would it be possible to call BLM and ask them why they're not in Chicago? No, no. Uh, you know what? Because that could get too heated. That could get too charged. And uh, that would not be a fun phone call because honestly, I do have really real thoughts that they should be in Chicago right now. I don't understand why they're not protecting if black lives do matter. And they do. I'm not saying they don't. But if that is the number one goal of that group, then they should be in Chicago. But I, 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 I can't make that phone call because it'll get too heated. And I, 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 I might say some things that I can't take back. As a matter of fact, I will. So we'll just stay with this racist story that I'm going to do here about Coca-Cola. Uh, it seems as if uh, their little uh, trying to unwhiten Coke. Now, I know this is going to shock everybody. They have fallen flat on their feet. The Washington Examiner reported the company issued a conciliatory statement after conspicuously failing to appear on published list of hundreds of corporations and individuals that signed a statement denouncing the Georgia bill. The lawyer who uh, who 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 decided to make Coke not so white has resigned. The guy who came up with the idea, remember those questions that we had about Coke? A lot of people are saying that that the boycott on Coca-Cola worked, and that's why they're doing this. Look, I, I don't know why they're doing this. I don't know why they did it in the first place. None of that was a good idea. 
trying not to be so white at work. I, I don't know what that means. That's got to be probably the most racist thing I've ever heard. And they allowed the guy to resign. That motherfucker should have been fired. They'd probably get shot in Chicago. Who BLM, most likely. Coca-Cola is cultural appropriation. I don't know how it just is. Well, that, there you go. By the way, Ogre, that is reason enough. That right there, what you said, you don't have a reason. You don't know. Have to. You don't have to know. That, all you have to do in today's world and today's climate is just say it. It's true. No matter what you say, it's true. Uh, Taco Bell hates all Mexicans. That's true. Hey, did you hear? Did you hear that Taco Bell hates all Mexicans? Oh, I heard, I've heard. Yeah, oh, I heard that. This isn't even the fucking story gets lost when you pass it through seven or eight people anymore. I mean, Grant Napier coming out and saying all lives matter. Somebody goes, well, he's racist. Yes, he is. What? Wait, wait, wait. How? Wait, wait, wait a second. Hold on. Before you defame somebody and you take his livelihood away, please explain to me how he's racist. Well, he said all lives matter. Okay. Well, you don't get it either. You're racist too. You're fired. That's the world that we live in. When did it get that crazy? Do we feel that guilty, everybody? I don't. Taco Bell hates Italians. That's why they got rid of the pizza. Bingo. There you go. Taco Bell hates Italians. Seventh generation cleaning products decided to take a stand and say they're uh, pro-defunding the police. Thankful for other companies that don't take political stances. I, don't, I, I just don't. Mission Cleaning Products decided to take a stand and said they, they're pro-defunding the police. Well, fuck them. Look, they can, if they want to take their political stances, they can go ahead and do so. And, and, and by the way, when the chips fall, and they will against those companies... When people say, oh, I don't want to use those products anymore, they're anti-police. You see, because this, this is the problem. This is the problem that companies like this have. And I love pointing this out. This is one of my favorite things. You have made a decision to not support the police. You have every right to do that. Now... The people that support your company then are also given the choice then to support you since you do not support the police. And if they choose not to support you, you have to treat them the way that you were treated for not supporting the police. You want to be treated all well and great for not supporting the police? Well, you got to treat those people. But that's the problem is then, then you call those people racists. And you call those people names and things like that. You can't have it all the way. 
You see, it can't be there all the way like that. If you don't want, if if seventh generation cleaning products don't want to fund the police, hey, more power to them. I'll never buy your products. And there are a lot of people like me that won't ever buy your products then. Uh, I wish Burger King hated freaky mascots. Amen. God damn, they need to get rid of that thing. That thing still creeps me out. Uh, at least they do. They just make political donation. And, you know, that's the thing is that I have zero problem with any money that any corporations want to donate. And they donate. It's not until, like, I probably had an idea that Chick-fil-A was pretty religious. And I, it, it, look, did I know that they were going to fund anti-gay marriage stuff so much? No, I didn't. I didn't know that. But that's their right as a corporation to do. That's their right. It's their belief system. Now, if it gets out that their donations have gone to that, and I don't know how those donations, I don't know how it gets out, but if they let it out, hey, then they have to suffer the repercussions. That, that's just the way it is. Now, if it's brought out by that group that hates them, that's fucking dirty pool. Uh, if Taco Bell uh, publicly said they wanted increasing uh, increased immigration, you would stop eating there. Being serious. If Taco Bell publicly said they wanted to increase immigration, would you stop eating there? Um <sighs> And you don't even have to make it about that. You can just make it about anything that I disagree with politically. I understand what you're saying here. Um, I probably would. I probably would stop going there for a while. I, I, I think I, if I disagreed with them that much, if they made it such a political statement and I disagreed with them that much, then, yeah, that, that's something that I, I would have to do. Hate when I drop my damn pins, Jesus! And Bubba's not trained to get pins. I don't feel like leaning over. There's another one in this damn desk somewhere. About time to clean this damn desk out. Oh, that one's okay, but it ain't got no lid. Shit, talking mushroom. Okay, got a whole bag of pins. And that's the beauty of capitalism. Yeah, it it, it truly is. And and look. Do I think it sucks? Yeah, I think it sucks. I hate when that. Now, I could also choose to say, you know what? I don't even give a fuck anymore. They're going to do what they want to do. I'm going to eat where I want to eat. There's a a point where people get to that. I'll trade hardworking immigrants for the dirty fuckers that beg on every corner. Well, look, here's the thing. I'll take anybody that's willing to work in this country, but it's not a free pass. I don't want to give a free pass to people to come in this country because then what, what's the goal? What, why, why is this country so great then? you gotta, you got to earn your way in. Uh, LOL, come on. You divorced McDonald's over a sandwich. I did. I, I did. I completely did. And then they're back in my life now. I actually had them for breakfast this morning. Oh, the Egg McBuffin is a delicious thing. 
Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see. House Republicans Jim Jordan and Andy Biggs are demanding answers from FBI Director Christopher Wray um, about newly disclassified options from Foreign Intelligence Service Court. So from what I understand, I guess the FBI, FBI has been fucking up royally lately. What if Taco Bell came out with their version of the McRib? Well, I would have to try it, of course. Look, they haven't said they're increasing border or immigration yet. I haven't banned them yet. I'm not saying that at all. You misunderstood. We could swap them out. Oh, okay. Oh, I would definitely. Oh, yeah. Trade them. Oh, yeah. You willing to work hard in this country? Oh, you are? Okay, yeah. You can have this bum's role here. That bum's like, well, I was born in Cleveland. Well, too bad. See ya. I'm okay, right there, 100%. The El Ribo. I'd try that. Uh, I was saying a couple years ago, we need to have a movement for immigration. We'll swap out our homeless tweakers, take people that want to work, and send the leeches to Mexico. Oh, man. Damn, dude. That'd be great if we could trade them. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll trade uh, 14 of these San Francisco tweakers. For that big, heavy-set Mexican fellow over there, he looks like he could do a whole lot of work. Yeah, sadly, that trade's probably never going to get to happen, though. No, see, this is why I don't cap on people that have jobs. I, I don't care what it is. You could be the fucking squeegee guy at a peep show. I don't give a fuck. You got a job. I respect that. You're the cart wrangler at a fucking Walmart or something like that. I don't give a fuck. You got a job. You are contributing to society. These fucking guys. And and I'm lucky where I live here in Texas. I live, uh, there's a couple lakes you got to get past to get to my house. It's kind of nice. A couple of interstate bridges. So not, not a lot of. There are not a lot of homeless people in Rockwall. Now, I've seen some that get close. I'm sure our cops beat the shit out of them out of here, but I saw this old boy one day at the corner of, like, Toll Road and Street, right? He's He's got his little sign there, you know, this white dude. And he's standing there, and he's begging for money, right? And all of a sudden, I, I see that my window's up because I ain't going to talk to him because I don't talk to these people. Uh, and by the way, if that sounded condescending and it sounded like I'm better than them, it, that's the way it was supposed to sound. Because, no, uh-uh. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, no. The, asking for that shit, saying you'll work for food, but you really won't do a job. You just want the cash so you can go get your ripple or whatever. So old boy's standing there waiting for money, right? And he starts yelling at this gal who's walking across the bridge. Well, the gal's walking from fucking convenience store. Now, if we know anything about anything in the world, we know that you don't ever do any shopping at a convenience store if you don't have to. Why? Because convenience stores are way more expensive. This is like, I don't know what it was. Was it a QT Mart or whatever? I don't know. Fucking one of them quick places. She's marching over there, and she's got, like, fucking two bags full of fucking drinks and then a big box of pizza. I'm sitting there going, what the fuck are you begging for? You got fucking, 
You got pizza and drinks? What the hell is wrong with you? You should be at home right now. It's Saturday afternoon. Go home. Eat that pizza. Drink your beers. I just, I, I just had I, no, no time for that. They're called dranks. <laughs> oh, I, I was heated when I saw that. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. And he made her go get the shit. Everybody knows people are going to give more money to chicks that are on the fucking street. Come on now. Dumb shit trying to fund your damn heroin addict. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. We still got a lot of shit to get to. Man, we only got about through maybe a quarter of the stories. Maybe, to, maybe almost half, maybe. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up at Mixler. And you know what? We got a special one today. Let's do this. Girl, you'll be your woman soon. Love so much can't cut all the ways I die for you, girl. And all they can say is, he's not your kind. They never get tired of putting me down And I never know when I come around What I'm gonna find Don't let them make up your mind Don't you know, girl You'll be a woman soon Please Come take my
can't begin to know him But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring And spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Hands Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you
Hello. Check, 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 check. Okay. All right. I was trying to change out my headphone cords, and I, I didn't get it done in time, and then the other headphone cord didn't necessarily work. So uh, this will be a project of mine that I have that I can't hear out of my left ear, so that no big deal. Hey, as long as I come in both channels on you guys, I'm all good. That is all good. So there you go. Yes, I did play an extra uh, Neil Diamond song today just because, well, I wanted to play an extra Neil Diamond song today. What do you think about that? Yeah. Like, I'm so lost at what happened in my headphones. These things are fucking killing me. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I'll turn off the board and turn it on again, and that'll work magically. We'll see. Or I'll just move, like, occasionally, and then the headphones work. You wiggle it a little bit, you know, you do your things, you straighten out the cord. Oh, yeah, straighten out the cord, that'll work. Uh, you ruined the song. All right, well, that was my job. That was my job to ruin the song, so I did my job. Uh, by the way, by, oh, there was a great thing that happened yesterday. Uh, you guys haven't seen it yet. You guys got to check this out. Some woman decided to fucking lose it on a cop. And I got to say, the cop did a great job. I'd have shot the bitch. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I just shot her right in the fucking head. Here you go. Especially with the way she ended this. I This is why I hate Americans so much right now. It's because of people like this lady right here. If this video ever comes up. Palais. Here we go. I don't want the fat lady ad. Nope. Okay. I don't. Really? That's not playing either. I got the volume out. Lo- loading ad. Okay. There we go. All right. Yes, you are, ma'am. Good morning. Which is, and the speed limit is 40, and I was going 38, so why are you harassing You are me? correct. I pulled you over because... Because you're a murderer. Because uh, yes, what? I started to record because you can't you're a murderer. Be a, you can't be on your cell phone I, I while you're driving. I was on my phone. I was recording you because you scared you can't, me. You can't use your cell I phone while you're recording. You. May I have your driver's license? I, it's, it's at my apartment. Uh-oh. What's your apartment? It's at my home. I'm just taking my son to his... Do you, have, a, do you have your driver's license? I... It, I mistakenly left it at home. Do you have a picture of your driver's license? Yes, I do. May I have it? And can you call your supervisor, please? Because I, I already did. He's on his way. Good, because you're a murderer. And so you're giving me a Why is he a murderer? Ticket? Is that why you're harassing me? Not harassment. Yeah. I, I am enforcing the law. I now. have a right to and record the police when they're harassing me. By all means. But you can't do it while you're driving. I was, I can, I wasn't, doesn't mm-hmm. texting or none of that. But you were you still have, operating you your phone. me and made me think you were going to murder me. Oh, really? Well, sorry you feel that way. Well, you're, that's not just a feeling, you're a murderer. Can you zoom in on that for me, Sure. Jay? Thank you. And I'm perfectly legal, and I'm a teacher. So oh. there. Congratulations. Oh. Poor student. You're a murderer. What's you're your last name? I can't see that there. How's that? Well, here you, you stop, go, murderer. Stop shaking. Zoom in on that for no, me, No, because man. you're scaring me. Oh, you're threatening to kill me and my son. Can you give me okay. the, the well, you, iPad, you, I'll tell you what, you keep smiling, yeah, you're on camera. You keep, you're, th- you're trying to threaten to kill me. I'm I not didn't smiling. Say that. Is this your car? Yes, it is. Um, you're trying to say I stole my own car because you're jealous? Yeah. yeah Is that what I don't that's think about? So. 
You wait for me right here, okay? You're jealous. Citation. All you need to do is just your signature. He's only citing you for using your cell phone while you're driving. That's it. Here you go, ma'am. Sign inside the red box a, right there. For him being a Mexican racist. What is that name? Gas. It's on the citation, ma'am. Here you go, Mexican racist. Wow. You're always going to be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? Wow. You'll never be white. Which is wow. Be. There you, you go, dear. Have you, a good day. You want to be Oh, my God. I have never wanted to be not white so fast. What a fucking ro- man, oh man. I can't wait till this fat bitch and she is fat. I can't wait till she gets fired. Oh, I'm a teacher. Not for long, honey. Wow. You're you're a Mexican racist. You're a murderer. Is he a murderer because he's a cop or is it because he's a Mexican? I just want to figure out how racist are you? Is that a game show that we got to come up with? How racist are you? I've been known to say the N-word occasionally. You're quite a racist. I'd be embarrassed if that was my mom. I would kill my mother if that was my mother. You'll never be white. Oh, God damn it. That's nothing to really hang your hat on right now. She hasn't been a teacher since 2018. What, when she ate the classroom? Uh, Let's see. Uh, This woman's a racist. I posted it yesterday. I hope this bitch gets brutally murdered. What in the actual fuck? This man has the patience of Mr. Rogers, fucking cunt. Christopher says, fuck that puta. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. I want Alicia to punch her. You should see her rate my professor ratings. Pretty much all the ratings, are she's, she's horrible, boastful, self-absorbed teacher. Oh, and she's an, uh, an adjunct professor. What a fucking loser. Oh, that's not the first time she turned in specifically a Mexican cop. She just likes Mexicans. The worst thing is that she did it in front of her kid. Oh, man. Boy, that kid is going to grow up just with with, with an awful fucking mother. Oh, what a terrible role model. Can we start a GoFundMe for the cop? Let's make him rich until he feels white. And by the way, her Mercedes she's driving ain't that ain't that nice. Ain't that good of a Mercedes, by the way, lady. I would have told the bitch, hey, you just spit on my wrist. You need to wipe it off. My gun is drawn. Ma'am, you just spit on my wrist. You want to call me a murderer? Well, I might as well live up to it. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, the shit don't surprise me. That, the, look, the way the police are treated today, it doesn't surprise me. In a way, it kind of does that this is this happened to an officer who's who's Hispanic, but it doesn't. It, it, it just, I don't know. 
I, I, I tried to like, like you guys know my rules about not getting, not asking the question anymore. What's next? Anything like that. I do that for my own self-preservation because I can't handle this shit anymore. It's fucking ridiculous. When you see these stories after stories, now the left side is completely gone. There it goes. It's gone. It was hanging in there a little bit here and there. Oh, there we go. It comes back if I hold it over here like this. And then he'll hold my dog like head like a dog. Uh, is there an end to the story? What happened to her? She got the ticket and drove away. That was it. Supervisor showed up and said, ma'am, sign your ticket. She signed her ticket. She drove away. And the last thing she said was she'll never be white. I'm not the biggest fan of cops, but I'd never act in this manner towards an officer. No, there's no reason to. Look, if the cop comes out and he starts fucking... Look, I'm all for this. If a cop wants to come out and he's having a bad day and he's going to fucking say all kind of rude things to me, guess what? I'm going to sit there and I'm going to fucking take it. I'm going to take his badge number down and I'll probably fucking... If if it's bad enough, I'll, I'll file a report against him. All I know is that I'm not going to fucking react to him. Because somebody who's in a bad mood, who's on that side of the law, I I can only hope that they are a good, good cop. And they aren't one of those cops that are just going to throw me in the clink for no reason. Murder. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's just rough. By the way, today is a very special day. Today is there there's a birthday today on the show. Timmy from Timmy and Nicole. Timmy is 50 years old. Timmy. There you go. There you go. I hope you have a fantastic day, my man. Uh, all right. Now, back to the other parts of the show that, that are regularly scheduled here. We announced a story yesterday about Bill and Ugly. I'm, I'm sorry, Melinda Gates. Calling it quits. Filing for D-I-V-O-R-C-E. I thought to myself, what could it have been? I mean, he is the richest man in the world, or was for the longest time. But, man, he is such a fucking dork. Man, she had to cheat on him. She had to be the one going around. Well, that is uh, 100% wrong. Bill Gates spent long weekends at the beach alone with his venture capitalist ex-girlfriend, Ann Wimbled, every year. Oh, no. And even sought her approval to marry Melinda. Oh. He had this arrangement with his wife that said Bill could vacation for long weekends at the beach every year with his ex-girlfriend? Oh, no. 
She's married to a private a San Francisco private investigator, a very bad one. Oh my God! Let me just tell you this right now. No, it wasn't Fauci. <laughs> The Gates Empire includes homes in five states, a fleet of cars, an art collection that includes a $30 million book of writings and sketches by Leonardo da fucking Vinci and a series of private jets that she is going to get. Oh, my God. You think it was the ex and maybe Epstein that did the did in the marriage? Well, is he known for being on Pedo Island? Bill Gates go there too? Oh, that'd be a shame. Who who look, look. Let, let me just let, let me let you in on a little something here. This is how the world works, okay? I had a friend who was out and out a swinger. Now, I I didn't understand the lifestyle, but I I came to the conclusion it wasn't my lifestyle to understand. It just wasn't. It wasn't for me. So, hey, more power to my friend. Now, my friend who had decided that his, his marrying days were behind him, was living this lifestyle... Living the the best of his ability to this lifestyle. One day he was uh, somewhere and he ran into a girl and he asked someone at the place. It just so happened to be a financial planning place. Just just throw that in there. Who that was. And in about a second, they came back and said, oh, she'll go out with you. Now, if that's not a red flag, she doesn't know who you are and she barely saw you, but she'll go out with you and you're at your financial planner's office. Steve or Ica won, but I, I digress. My friend fell in love, ended up getting married. Now, he told her all about his lifestyle. He says, I'm a swinger. I want to continue this lifestyle. She said she was into it. Don't want kids. All, the, all this stuff. All this stuff, right? Wouldn't you know the damnedest thing happened? It turned out that she was lying. <laughs> No, no, she didn't want any part of the the lifestyle. She didn't want anything like that. She wanted kids. She wanted all this shit. Ended up costing my friend hundreds of thousands of dollars in in lawyer fees, all kinds of shit. I'm just telling you now, look, if you want to live this lifestyle, live that lifestyle. Don't get married. Don't get married. And, And Bill Gates, this is going to cost you Literally billions. What I anybody who thinks Bill Gates is still smart, you deserve to get slapped. Bill Gates was proving how dumb he was, fucking ramping up against COVID, and now he has it built in with his wife that he gets a long vacation with his ex. You don't think he's fucking laying the wood to her? Well, as he would lay the wood. I mean, it it is him. He probably has sex like Linus from Charlie Brown. 
accidentally. That woman, as they say in Jersey, is a hua. Telling you right now, Melinda Gates probably going to end up. I'm going to say she probably ends up with about forty billion, forty to fifty billion dollars. Ooh, wow! Look at that, Bill Gates. Thank you, Andrew, for this. Bill Gates met with Epstein many times despite his past. Wow. That is crazy. All right. I read that she's not seeking spouse support in spite of no prenup. What the fuck is wrong with her? What, does he have dirt? Does he have a hit team on her? She's not seeking spouse support? What, she wants to be a bum? She got tired of a heated driveway? Oh, I'd be taking this motherfucker for everything. Take Bill's name off the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Now it's the Melinda Gates Foundation. That's why I've never understood. This is why I, I don't get it. I don't get why do you get married if you're going to cheat? He had it built into his marriage. Why get married then? If you know that you're not the marrying type, then don't do it. Idiot. God damn. Oh, man. I can't wait to see Bill Gates on a street corner. Uh, unbug your system for a banana. And by the way, the, the chick he was cheating on with? Huh. God damn, boy. That gal's got some fucking forehead on her. Random question for the guys that work in construction. I have a brand new jigsaw and blade set. Does it matter which blade I use to cut use to uh, cut a huge wine barrel? There you go. There's the question of the day right there. Agda Brian has asked it. I have no idea. I know that's a shocker. We'll give you guys time. Dave Coe? Dave Coe, you got an answer? Nobody has an answer? I read cut. Don't worry about it, Brian. I got it for you. Uh, it seems like our favorite person to hate now more than anybody, Meghan Markle's back in the news. She has a new children's book. It costs $19. First of all, I don't know what child can afford a $19 book. It's called The Bench, and it's about a relationship between fathers and sons that was inspired by a poem she wrote for our Harry after Archie was born and illustrated with pictures of a red-headed soldier. Jesus. 
I'm no expert, but the thicker blades may be better for something as thick as the barrel. Or I should ask how precise and tight are the cuts you're going to make. I use a blade with less number of teeth per inch, something thick like a barrel. There you go. Okay, so this, by the way, is from a woman who does not have a relationship with her father whatsoever. But she's going to write a book, a $19 children's book. Ah, Thanks a lot, Megan, for the $19 price tag on that. Stop! I wish people would stop calling her the Duchess of Sussex because she ain't. The book will explore a special bond between father and son. She said the title started as a poem I wrote for my husband on Father's Day. Boy, what a shitty gift that is. Man, oh man, once again, ain't this weekend Mother's Day? Once again, goddammit, dads get screwed. What did mom get for Mother's Day? Oh, a new Bentley. What did dad get? A poem. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate that. Mom gets all this cool shit. Dad gets a poem. Boy, if that ain't a kick to the nuts. Illustrations included a red-headed soldier holding his son while a crying woman gazes out of the window. Wait, wait, who's the red-headed soldier? That fucking ain't fucking Harry. He's returning from war. She didn't even know him then. Megan's a racist writing a book about boys and their fathers. Yes. The story, which will be published on June 8th by Random House, be illustrated by best-selling Californian artist Christian Robinson. Who cares how he was brought up? Learned how to fucking draw on oh, the bench by Megan, the Duchess of Sussex. That's how she's selling it? By Megan, the Duchess of Sussex? She, can use- she can't use that. They've been, they've been barred. Oh, looky, Daddy. Daddy's home. He's wearing camos and he's got red hair like me. <laughs> if Megan is writing a book about Harry, shouldn't it be called Pussy Whipped? Amen. Who is this? Another features a father with his baby boy sleeping on a lounger outside. Well, this guy's black. All of a sudden, there's a black guy in the article now. And there's a black kid. They live on Sesame Street? Oh, I love seeing pictures, old pictures of Harry in the military. Harry in his military days, where he was fucking safe as anyone's ever been in any fucking theater of war. Oh, I hate these two so much. 
God, there's oh. God, they're such they're, they're such a fucking they 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 are just such a farce on society. Oh, I hate them. This is what I'm betting, though. This is what I'm betting. Hear me out here. I know we 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 hate the royal family, but this story has been too gold to watch somebody give up so much that Harry's given up, all for a little bit of that. Tan Poontang. <laughs> Racist! She's saying only black kids can have black parents. I'm triggered! Where are the woke police? <laughs> you just wait for the old broad to die. I don't think the queen's got much time left. Usually, you know, like a lot of times when somebody's been married for 8 billion years like she was, and the husband dies or the wife dies. Usually the, the partner dies a couple months after him. Johnny Cash, June Carter Cash, June died. Johnny died a couple months later because he was so alone. See it happen all the time. Probably going to happen to the queen. This is what I see. When the queen dies, I'm betting that is their one chance at getting back in. That's when they're going to get back in the fold. It's going to go tug on the heartstrings of daddy. Better hope that fucking Willie ain't there. Oh, brother Willie fucking hears you messing around. And he gets his gal involved? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Oh, no. No, Kate Middleton's going to whoop some ass. Nah, the queen's a cockroach. She's got another decade to go. Well, okay. Well, if it's if it's three months or if it's a decade, say it's somewhere in between there. If not, I'm really right. Um, that's gonna be their chance to jump back in. They're gonna tug on daddy's heartstrings. Oh, you blimey, father! I want to come back. Oh, Megan has learned a lesson. Wink, wink. Yep, I hope King Charlie tells Prince Ginger to get the fuck out in those words, too, with just a flourishing accent. Queen's mom lived to be over 100, so maybe not. Okay, all right, maybe. Maybe the Queen's got a while. Oh, but, yeah, I mean, I want him to do that, too. I don't, th- I don't think Prince Charlie's got the, got the stones to do it. Camilla's got the balls to do it, literally. She's got balls. Kate Middleton would do it. She'd send them a walking. Uh-uh. She's a proper old... Look, Kate Middleton is like the perfect monarch's wife because she's going to grow into that old, tired-looking British woman. We've seen them in movies for fucking 50 years. She's perfect because she was no bombshell. Meghan Markle is no bombshell. Ain't like they married, like, you know, Grace Kelly or somebody like that. The fuck out, you blimey red-headed cunt, you. I've only ever been with one woman. Uh, is there such a thing as magic pussy that's better than normal one? 
just doesn't make sense that a guy got so much to be pussy whipped by one chick. I, it, it's got to be. There's got to be something in it. It's like a fountain of youth, even though it's not working on him because he looks like he's aging daily. Somebody who's aged poorly, and I get it. I guess this is a new picture of him. We haven't heard this guy's name in a million years. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey arrived to court yesterday after a man accused him of groping him when he was 14. Kevin Spacey showed up to court. They can't proceed anymore in court until the kid who was 14, who's now an adult, actually comes forward. Now, is that right? Should the kid have to, I I, I mean, that's what we're guaranteed under the Constitution, right? Is that he can face his accuser. Uh, let's see, uh, the judge said that the privacy interest does not outweigh the presumption of open judicial proceedings, uh, and the prejudice to Spacey's defense that would occur if he could proceed anonymously. Wow. So I'm wondering if this guy's even going to ever come forward. Man, oh man, Kevin Spacey. You want to talk about a guy that went the fuck away. I mean, he went away in a hurry. <laughs> Maybe it's her head game. I've heard about black women and their ability to give head. Remember, superheated? Okay. Yeah, but is she doing that now that she's married? I don't think she's doing that anymore since she got married. She might, she might threaten that every once in a while, and that's why Harry goes along with her. Hmm. Poor old Kevin Spacey. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I should say poor old Kevin Spacey. Uh, now, if this person drops the claim, it won't be the first person to do so against Kevin Spacey. Two years ago, a man said uh, Spacey groped him in a Nantucket bar, dropped the lawsuit. Days later, a criminal case against Spacey involving the man's allegation collapsed when the accuser cited his Fifth Amendment rights not to perjure himself, not to testify in the case. So it seems like, Isn't it, isn't it kind of strange that Kevin Spacey's getting all these charges dropped against him? Everything was taking, taken away from him right away. I mean, immediately. He was on that Netflix show. That Netflix show was fucking popular as shit. And that went away. They killed him off quick. Motherfucker was not in any movies anymore, and he was somebody who was always in movies. You could always count on seeing Kevin Spacey in at least one or two movies a year. Nothing. 
So if all these charges are, are dropped against Kevin Spacey, can Kevin Spacey come back to Hollywood? Or is he done? He's a hell of an actor. I, I, I always like Kevin Spacey movies. But if all these charges are dropped by the people that actually filed them, So I guess what I'm asking is that should Kevin Spacey get a chance in Hollywood again? And, okay, so there's two questions here. Should he get another shot? And the real question is, will he get another shot? you were going to say that Kevin Spacey came to court using a walker like Weinstein and Cosby did. No, 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 he did showed him walking in fine. Uh, Spacey will be a second rate movie uh, with Mel Gibson. That's all Mel does anymore. Pretty much. I saw his last movie. It's called Boss Level with a guy named Frank Grillo. Joe Carnahan did it. Not a bad movie. Kind of very confusing ending to that movie, but it's really good to watch. It's a cool movie. Cool concept movie. Sassy Pammy said no and no. I think Ogre called it. He's going to slip away to third-rate movies like Mel. Andrew says yes and yes. I, I, I think if all the charges are dropped by the people that actually filed said charges, I don't understand why he wouldn't get another shot. He's innocent. But the problem is, I guess, is that, well, (sighs) fuck no, all pedos rapists need to be booted out of a helicopter by their victims into a volcano. Well, they've dropped all charges against him. He has no charges against him. I can't call him that anymore without fear of being, you know, sued. I mean, look, the reality is is Hollywood's never going to waste their time on Kevin Spacey again. Kevin Spacey, it, honestly, and, and I don't even know if Mel Gibson would want him in the movies with him. I, I think even Mel Gibson would have a line. Uh, let's see, what's the question? I've been busy at work. Uh, well, if, if all, the, all these charges are dropped against Kevin Spacey, Will he and does he deserve another shot at Hollywood? Andrew says, I agree with the volcano, but if there are no charges and the man is innocent, why are we throwing him in a volcano? Well, because he's he's guilty in, in the eyes of the public. Look, I, I, I can understand. I, I get where people are saying it. Some people have different lines. We all think. There ain't a whole lot of people 
in this world today that I would say really think OJ didn't do it. You know, I know that he was found not guilty by a jury of, quote-unquote, his peers. By the way, them having black people in his peers, let alone, if they would have had one, that would have been enough in that jury. He didn't hang out with black folks anymore. He hung out with ACs and, and rich white people. Those were his peers. Uh, let's see. Uh, adios, familia. Work meetings. Boo. Have a glorious Cinco de Taco. Hey, Ogre, you too, my friend. Kevin Spacey does does hate Jews enough to star in a movie with Mel Gibson. I, I'm not sure. I don't know if there are any Jew kids they touch, so we'll see. Oh, oh, shit. Ogre, Ogre, damn it. Oh, you're leaving. I had, the next story was for you. It's about a real-life lightsaber. Disney is releasing a real-life lightsaber. Real life lightsaber featuring blades that extend and retract. The lightsabers may have some fancy technology. Here, I I, I gotta put this up. This is for Ogre. For Ogre. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh huh. There you go. Yeah, you can buy your own lightsaber now. I, it doesn't say how much it is. It looks pretty damn cool though. And if it if it made the sound like when it comes up, that's all you get it for. Just to turn that on, boy. You have some intruder break in your house that thinks lightsabers is real. Boy, you could scare the bejesus out of that motherfucker. First to see the new lightsaber in action. Watching that lightsaber activate right before your eyes will just be one of the countless ways that from the moment you arrive to the moment you depart, you'll be plunged into Star Wars story at a Disney park near you. So there you go. So if you you ever wanted to own a lightsaber, they're making them now. I I don't know if they can actually shred someone to death or or make them evaporate like they did with Obi-Wan Kenobi. I can only hope that that does not happen because we don't need to see that happening. Well, I take that back. If it happens at Disney, then yes, I need to see it and please have plenty of fucking camera phones. Please. Uh, Terry Bradshaw has come out and told Aaron Rodgers that he needs to fucking grow up or he just needs to go ahead and fucking quit. The four-time Super Bowl champ was on uh, the Moose and Maggie show Monday. This is what he had to say. Is not happy with the organization. There's a chasm between the two. Does Rodgers have a right to be this upset with the Packers? With him being that upset shows me just how weak he is. Who the hell cares who you draft? I mean, I never. 
is a three-time MVP in the league, and he's worried about this guy they drafted last year at number one. Now, I don't know what was said behind the scenes. I don't know what – if he said, look, I'll play this year, and then I won't out of here, and they said, fine. Then he's the MVP in the league. I don't know. None of us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless he told some insiders, and they're saying it. I don't hear it. And for him to be upset, my God, I don't understand that. Pittsburgh drafted – Mark Malone, number one, Cliff Stout in the third or fourth round. I had I had him coming at me from all angles. Uh, I embraced it because when we went to practice, I wasn't worried about those guys. You know, it didn't scare me a bit. So I don't. It's not that. Look, okay. So if you don't know what's going on in Green Bay, uh, Aaron Rodgers is upset. He's upset at the GM, and I guess they traded away uh, a number one pick from last year, a wide receiver. And I think Aaron Rodgers is tired of getting his fucking weapons taken away from him. Jordy Nelson was taken away. I mean, he's had all these weapons taken away from him, yet every year he fucking delivers. I kind of like Aaron Rodgers. This is the problem is, is that I kind of like him even though he plays for a team that I cannot stand. I want my quarterback to be upset with the draft picks. All those people that Terry Bradshaw was talking about, they, draft, they drafted them, Terry, because you were a bad quarterback. You were not that great. You were good. But but let let let's not let's not shine Terry Bradshaw's fucking bald head too much. Let's remember the team that he had. Pretty much everybody on the defense is in the Hall of Fame. Your center is in the Hall of Fame. I believe one of your offensive linemen is in there. Your main running back is in there. Both receivers are in there. You had plenty of talent. They weren't stripping away from you in Pittsburgh at the time. Green Bay keeps doing this to Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers keeps winning. But here's the other thing. A part of me sees it like this. Aaron Rodgers is not a person that's ever happy. I don't think I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers happy. Aaron Rodgers always has issues with his mama and his daddy and a brother. They had a big falling out, right? And every time he gets into a high-profile relationship, major falling out. Now he's engaged to Shaylee Woodley. I don't see this lasting too long. Just it just let you know. There's a group on YouTube that made a functioning proto-saber, the precursor to the lightsaber. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <sighs> All right, so ask family, I'll ask you real quick. Just just, just real quick. Just, uh, uh, Will Aaron Rodgers be a Green Bay Packer next season? Easy question. Will, will Aaron Rodgers be a Packer next season?
right, let's see. Uh, Douglas says yes. Sassy Pammy says yes, he'll be a Packer next season. I don't think so. Uh, I think it's going to get uglier. I, I I think it's going to get really, really ugly here in in, in no time at all. I don't know where they're going to trade him, though. Uh, let's see. Zach says, as a Vikings fan, I hope not. Uh, Dean A says, I don't think so. Yes, uh, but only one more. They will work on his exit strategy. Uh, who do I... Let's see. Raiders. I don't know what the Raiders can offer. You don't want him. Do you? Cardinals won't take him. They don't need him. Niners could use him, but they they aren't going to get him. They, the Packers aren't going to trade him somebody in the NFC. Tell you that right now. They're 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 a lot smarter than that. Uh, let's see who else we got. Texans. He won't come to the Cowboys because he hates Mike McCarthy. Rams. No, they got old man Stafford as it is. New Orleans. There's a possibility. Wow. Wouldn't that be something if the Saints somehow spread a little fucking voodoo in the air and and signed him on up? That would be enormous. San Francisco is the landing spot from him since he is from the Northern California area. But he, like I said, he's not going to end up in an NFC team. Dolphins, no. Carolina, no. Jets, no. Patriots, Bill Belichick would just ejaculate everywhere if he could somehow get Aaron Rodgers. No. Pittsburgh, no. I, I look. I don't think he ends up. I don't know where he goes if he doesn't go to Houston. Indianapolis, no. Could see him going to the Broncos. Is that like just the 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 wasteland of everybody? They just go to the fucking Broncos. I mean, that's a that's a great great point there. Going there. Nope, I like Carr. Uh, he may not be the level of Rodgers, but Green Bay will want kinds of ransom. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Broncos, yeah, I, I can see him going there. And and by the way, they ain't ever going to win anything there. Then he he's not Peyton. He's good. But he's not Peyton Manning. He wants the Jeopardy job. Yeah, he ain't going to get that either. Uh, all right, just uh, set your Dakota rings off now. Sean Diddy Combs has changed his name once again. <laughs> I know, it's shocking, isn't it? For business mogul and music pioneer Sean Diddy Combs, everything rides on one word now. And that is love. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. It's it it's very, very weak. He has changed his, his middle name, which used to be John, which he used for Sean John Clothing. He has changed his middle name from John 
to love. Video. I have some very serious, serious news. Um, I've been praying on this, and I, I decided. I know it was risky because I knew it, it could come off as corny to some people. Like, yo, yeah, me. I decided to change my name again. Again. I just, I'm just not who I am before. Just say it, idiot. I'm something different. No, you're an idiot. So my new name is Love, a.k.a. Brother Love. I will not be answering the Puffy, Diddy, Puff Daddy, or any of my other monikers, but Love or Brother Love, okay? Well, you can't be Brother Love because that's gimmick infringement right there. <laughs> uh, that, that That's a former wrestler, Brother Love. So you can't be that. You want to have love in your name? That's great. By the way, who the fuck cares? I did this story because I had to see it. If I had to see it, then you guys had to see it, and I apologize for that. I've never seen anyone fuck with their their brand so much as this guy. That's almost as bad as Snoop Line. Snoop Line was terrible. Oh, that was awful. When Snoop tried to do reggae, oh, that was bad. That abort, abort, immediately abort. This is awful. I will not uh, answer to uh, Sean Puff Daddy. Really, if the bank calls you and says, uh, Mr. Combs. Man, Jesus Christ, love. I answered a brother love. Shut up. Dick face. God. Uh, all right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Let's see. Uh, oh, you know what? Oh, let's do this. Oh, I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. Oh, man. I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier. Here you go. What What is today? That's right. Today is... Cinco de Mayo, hello, hello, Cinco de Mayo, which means we have to play some some good old-fashioned country music. See, look at that. Some Marty Robbins, and then a special one afterwards. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Nighttime would find me in Rose's Cantina. Music would play and Felina would whirl. Blacker than night were the eyes of Felina. Wicked and evil while casting a spell. My love was deep for this Mexican maiden. I was in love, but in vain I could tell. One night a wild young cowboy came in Wild as the West Texas wind Dashing and daring a drink he was sharing With wicked Felina, the girl that I love So in anger 
Luther, I challenged his right for the love of this maiden. Down went his hand for the gun that he wore. My challenge was answered in less than a heartbeat. The handsome young stranger lay dead on the floor. Out through the back door of roses I ran, out where the horses were tied. I caught a good one, it looked like it could run up on its back and away I did ride. Just as fast as I could from the West Texas town of El Paso Out to the badlands of New Mexico Back in El Paso my life would be worthless Everything's gone in life, nothing is left It's been so long since I've seen the young maiden My love is stronger than my fear of death I saddle up and away I did go, riding alone in the dark. Maybe tomorrow a bullet may find me, tonight nothing's worse than this pain in my heart. And at last here I am on the hill overlooking El Paso, I can see Rosa's cantina below. My love is strong and it pushes me onward Down off the hill to Felina I go Off to my right I see five mounted cowboys Off to my left right a dozen or more Shouting and shooting I can't let them catch me I have to make it to Rose's back door Something is dreadfully wrong, for I feel a deep burning pain in my side. Though I am trying to stay in the saddle, I'm getting weary, unable to ride. But my love for Felina is strong, and I rise where I've fallen. Though I am weary, I can't stop to rest. I see the white puff of smoke from the rifle I feel the bullet go deep in my chest From out of nowhere, Felina has found me Kissing my cheek as she kneels by my side Cradled by two loving arms that I'll die for One little kiss and Felina Said, say a prayer for me. She threw her arms around him, whispered, God will keep us free. They could hear the riders coming. He said, This is my last fight. If they take me back to Texas, they won't take me back alive. 
There were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun. They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun. When the bells stopped and the smoke cleared, there was thunder from the throne. And seven Spanish angels took another angel home. That lay smoking in his hand She said, Father, please forgive me I can't make it without my man And she knew the gun was empty And she knew she couldn't win But her final prayer was answered When the rifles fired again There were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun. They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun. When the battle stopped and the smoke cleared, there was thunder from the throne. And seven Spanish angels took another angel home There were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun When the battle stopped and the smoke cleared there was thunder from the throne Seven Spanish angels took another angel home. All right, y'all help me now. There were seven Spanish angels at the altar, at the altar of the sun. Oh, I believe they were praying for the lover that he was in the valley of the dawn. Well, well, well. When the battle stopped and smoke went. Thank you, amigo. 
Oh, Seven Spanish Angels. See, both those songs. Both those songs. Why? Because it's Cinco de Mayo. Hello there. Come on. All right. Everybody's got it. Yeah. Everybody's got that Cinco de Mayo fever. All right. Just kidding. Let's get that fever out of you. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's crash can. Oh, man. You, you know, here's the thing. You just have to love Florida. You, you just have to love it. This story is about 17-year-old when she was arrested, Emily Rose Grover. She's 18 now and has been charged with felony hacking and fraud. Her and her mama, Laura Rose Carroll, her mom happens to be the assistant principal at the school that she goes to. And the two are accused of hacking other students' accounts to send fake votes for her daughter to win the Homecoming Queen contest. (laughs) You gotta remember, this is this is too good. Hold on, I gotta switch these headphones up. This is fucking. Okay, that's better. I, I, I guess. I don't know. Fuck. Uh, let me just say this right now. This is fucked up. You're good. They could go to jail until 2037. 16 years they can go to jail for fucking with a homecoming queen election? Boy, oh boy, I tell you what, they take homecoming fucking serious in Florida. The mom, who is an assistant principal in an elementary school in the same district, had access to the system. They found 117 votes emanating from the same IP address and 246 cast for homecoming court from Carol's personal devices at her home in Pensacola. Whoops-a-daisy. Students have said Grover has bragged for years about using her mom's system to get to students' records. Oh, that's so fantastic. What are you in jail for? I wanted to be homecoming queen. So did I, but I was selling crack. No, I really got busted for it. How gold is that? (laughs) Don't try to fuck with any elections inside, ladies. You can't even get one where you have computer access. You can't even get that one fixed. And now you're going to try to rig a fucking prison house election? I wouldn't do it. Seriously, do you think when she took the job as high school, she had a mind... uh, Someday that she could rig elections for high school dance so her not-so-popular daughter could win. Talk about planning. She needs some jail time. Oh, 
I'll say the 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 young girl who's being charged, she's cute. I guess she did win. That's funny. That's just funny. You rig it's that important to you that you rig a homecoming queen election. <laughs> Florida doesn't fuck around with elections. No, no, they don't. Ever since that damn hanging Chad, they fixed it. I don't care if it's a fucking election for a homecoming queen, we're gonna get it fixed here in Florida. If Florida's known for one thing. Well, it's questionable behavior and elections. Questionable, stupid behavior. Okay, that's better. Florida's known for two things. Questionable and stupid behavior and elections. All right. By the way, did you see the story about this gal in Utah? Well, I ain't coming near this gal at the 10-foot pole. Gal went missing in November and was found alive five months later. Found in a forest. They found her abandoned car in a campground parking lot ways back. Search crews responded, and they combed the area on foot and by air until they couldn't but couldn't locate the woman. Yeah, she's really hard to find in that big red fucking tent. This girl's camping out. I'm looking at the picture. There's a big red fucking tent. First time on a search crew. Don't know what to look for. Well, let me give you some things to maybe look for. Maybe uh, a tent. The... Tents might be hard to find because some people have camouflage, but from what I understand, she has a red tent. Investigators worked over the next several months trying to contact those who might know the woman and learn her whereabouts. She's in the red tent in the forest, officers. The woman's whereabouts remained unknown until Sunday when a USCO sergeant returned to the area of Diamond Fort with members of a nonprofit aerial search group. The drone being used to search for evidence crashed during its first pass of the area, forcing the sergeant and drone pilot to set off on foot. The pair walked into the hills and they found a red tent, which they didn't need a drone for. They see the red tent. Shortly after finding the tent, the missing woman emerged from the inside. No thanks, honey. You just stay right there. You've been in the woods for five months. Woof. She foraged grass and moss and used a nearby river as a water supply. She knowingly chose to remain in the area over the months since November. They took her for a mental health evaluation. I got to say, hey, I, I don't blame her. She won that Facebook thing. I could live here for a month. 
She lived in a fucking red tent for five months. Not just a red tent, but a red tent in the opening. Not even hidden. It looks like it's on the damn trail. People had to walk around her to avoid her. <laughs> do you think, uh, Officer Johnson, do you think she could be in that red tent? No way. No way she's in that red tent. Well, we, we won't bother the people in that red tent. Nothing to see here except a red tent. I mean, I'm looking at the pictures. Hangtown's pretty much right. It looks like it is actually on the walking path. I mean, it, it kind of looks like it's out of place because nobody would put a tent on the walking path unless you were lost. Oh, and I was complaining about my hairy legs for a week and a half. Five months, no shaving. Oh, good Lord. I hope she wasn't drinking out of the same place she was bathing. Probably wasn't even bathing. Probably too damn cold. I mean, she's been in that fucking area since since November in Utah. She's like she didn't freeze to death. Crazy ass lady. I tell you what, man. The United Kingdom, Europe, y- y'all got some fucked up. I know y'all are listening to me this morning. Cheerio. Buenos Dias in, in Spain. Uh, or maybe Buenos Tardis. I don't know what time it is there. Maybe Buenos Noches. I, I'm not sure. Avidrzang there in Germany. Y'all are all listen. How you doing? Howdy. <sighs> no, no, nothing suspicious about someone camping in Utah in the late fall, early winter. No, nothing to see here. Gal's putting up a tent in November. Eh. All right. This story is about 28-year-old Garika Gordon. She's a she's from the UK. Now she she she's from England. She's from the Birmingham area. And uh well. She was trying to come on to her roommate. She wanted to get a little, uh, little, little, little cock action. Roommate wasn't adding none of it, and she kind of snapped, and she ended up stabbing him. That killing him. Then she used a saw to dismember him and stuffed him in suitcases. Then afterwards, she deceived her friends and relatives, saying that she had moved to London. Now, days before she was set to stand trial, she decided to plead guilty to this heinous crime. This is the best part of the story. There's a reason why I'm doing this. She has been sentenced And this is what they said, to at least 23 years. Huh? Wait, wait, wait. You you said at least 23 years? 
Well, thank you for saying at least 23 years, but it, there's going to be more time on top of it. Well, there could be. She got 23 years for sure. Now, if she she acts good and she doesn't dismember anybody, maybe she'll get out. I don't know. She dismembered a human being. She should never be out of prison, ever. She, she, she killed somebody. By the way, by the way, it was a chick she was coming on to. She was coming on to a chick, and chick's like, oh, blah, I don't want any of your English cookie. Then she stabbed her, cut her up, put her in a suitcase, said she moved. You get at least 23 years for that? Shit, you get at least 23 years for crack in some parts of America. I'll take our judicial system over England's. England's judicial system is pretty fucked up if you only get 23 years for not only murdering but dismembering and then hiding said body parts. I was on the uh, I was on the TikTok this morning. Some old British punk ass motherfucker decided to come on there and say, "Hey, blow him." He say, "What's so great about America? You know, freedoms of 50th, all this bullshit, right?" I, I decided I was going to leave a comment. Why do we think we're so good? Well, uh, yeah, and I just put, you should too. You're welcome for World War II, dickhead. There you go. You might be goose-stepping around fucking Big Ben right now if it weren't for us. Son of a bitch. Oh, I mean, why do you think America, it's better than England? A, we kicked your ass. Then B, we saved your ass. How about you kiss our ass? All right, so this this uh, first-time offender, man, they threw the book at her. They gave her at least 23 years. Uh, by the way, worst, worst robber in America, McDonald's robber demands chicken nuggets but has to accept breakfast food because it was still too early. Man, oh, man. You just got to know your day ain't going to be good. You go in to rob a McDonald's and you want chicken nuggets and it's still too early? Now, granted, I think you hit a home run by getting a breakfast because I'd prefer that anyway. Man said he had a gun, demanded money at the register, and then uh, wanted the safe. And he says, give me some chicken nuggets. Yeah, we don't, we don't have those ready yet. Uh, you can wait for him. I'm surprised he didn't wait. I'm surprised this guy didn't wait. This is the kind of asshole that would probably wait. Uh, but he did make off with a double sausage McMuffin instead. All right, that's not bad. I actually had McDonald's this morning. I had a, what was it, sausage McMuffin with egg, hash brown. That shit's good. That shit is good. 
I do wish we had kept the English accent. I came to hear English accent with a southern drawl would be priceless. Oh, blimey, y'all. What do you reckon we do over there, y'all? I, I don't even think British people could do a southern accent. What the fuck? You're robbing the place for Christ's sake. They better turn on the fryer and cook some up. No, see, I, I got I got to be on the, his side here. No, you don't want him to fry it up. A, you have to turn on hot grease. That could be used as a weapon against me. And B, I got to sit there and wait. I don't want to wait on the police to show up. So I grab a couple of fucking sausages, some egg shit. I'm out. Grab about 62, 63 hash browns, though, because those things are good. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Would you mind waiting for us to cook some? It should be about 54 minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, five minutes, sir. Sorry, not 54. God damn it. You don't even have any chicken fucking nuggets. All right. New trend on fucking social media. Don't fall for it. If you do, you should really be kicked right in the nuts. Social media idiots claim eating rotten meat gets them high. Oh. No, uh-uh. They got a piece of, oh, this steak that's on here looks like it would have been great, but, oh, it's so bad looking now. The trend is called high meat. And it's says it's for any meat that's been stored untreated for months or even years. When eaten, this past prime protein is said to induce euphoria uh, like a Neolithic narcotic. Ugh. Ugh, that that, that just sounds horrible. Well, uh, the heave-worthy hobby has been pimped for decades. A friend convinced me to eat rotten meat, high meat, yesterday, and it actually felt great. Gushed on one high meat on Twitter. Very interesting. I, I, I would not eat this. I, I mean, this is even me. Euphoria or food poisoning? I bet they're similar. People report a feeling of high and euphoria after eating it. What, after you stop throwing up? I mean, despite being acidic and, quote, hard to swallow, that they could start to feel it immediately. The science behind the euphoric sensation remains unclear. Now, the... That's gross, man. No, don't do that. Don't look. Uh, hey, kids, kids, don't, don't, don't go raid mama and daddy's freezer now and take out a fucking nice big ribeye and just let it sit under your bed for six months. That's gross, man. That that that, that that's evil. That that's just yuck. 
Anybody on social media tries to tell me about that, I punch them right in the damn throat. Now, here's a lady. This is our last story of the day here. Gal in Maryland. You know she's got some Florida in her somewhere. I'd play the music, but she she's from it. She lives in Maryland. This story's out of Maryland, but you could see this one being a Florida story. Could you not? Here we go. 47-year-old Gail Metwally sat in a chair on her front yard and watched her house burn down last weekend. There's a couple problems, though. Number one is she set the fire. Problem two, there was somebody inside. Multiple fire departments showed up. Witnesses said that the woman, Miss Mitwally, set multiple fires in the home before sitting in a chair in the front lawn and watching it go up. I see a picture of the house. It's inflamed, and there's a fucking chair. She's just sitting there, sitting there watching it. One person said, quote, I can't believe it. She's just sitting there chilling, watching the house go up in flames. Oh, my God. Good old Jim Ross moment there. Witnesses heard screams coming from the basement of the home. The video shows two men rushing toward the burning home after hearing a woman yell from the basement, Get out of my house, the man recording the video says. Hurry! Officials say bystanders helped the woman through the basement window. She didn't go, the, the lady that owned the house started the fire, she didn't really go anywhere. Police saw her, they arrested her. She's been charged with first and second degree attempted murder, arson, assault, two counts of malicious burning, two counts of malicious destruction of property, and two counts of reckless endangerment. Dude, I, I want to see, I want to get this gal interviewed. She's smiling in her mugshot. This is a lady I want to hear from. She just cops a squat right in front of her house that she just set on fire, knowing that somebody is downstairs? Oh, this person's interesting. Come on, this person is somebody we got to talk to. Where are the news people? Man, just to hear whatever fucking nonsense this gal has to spew. Well, I, I, I set the house on fire. Yes, I did. I set it on fire. I knew that bitch was downstairs. I don't give a shit. The bitch shouldn't have been sleeping with my cousin. I, I told her that years ago. I just got tired of my house. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of getting bills. Sick and tired of all, so I said, fuck it, I'll burn it. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I know I can't say that on TV. I was just tired of it, so I said, to hell with it. Is that all right? Is that okay? Okay. said, to hell with it. I'm burning that son of a bitch to the ground. I'm going to watch it burn to the ground. I'll be a witness. She's in there. I told her I was burning it down. Get out. Interesting or a psychopath? Thin line right there. No, full-on psychopath. 
full-on psychopath, but you still want to hear from him. You, you want to ask that question, why did you do it? Why did you light the fire on, why did you let the house on fire with somebody in it and just sit there and watch it? Because she obviously didn't care about getting caught. Obviously. Didn't give two shits about getting caught. Didn't give two shits about the lady burning to death either. I think she was worried about her chair. Man, oh man. That's a tough gal right there. Whoo, daddy. Oh, Willie Robertson says he'll still stand during the national anthem after conversation with NFL players. Howard Stern warns the rock McConaughey against starting political careers. Shut up, Howard. Just because you didn't have the balls to do it. I don't give a fucking play. Look, if players want to, players want to kneel. They they can do it. I don't have to like them. I don't have to like that player that kneels. Uh, uh, once again, uh, we're we're caught in this chasm of uh, it, you get so hurt when somebody does something. How is that affecting you? The player kneels. Yeah, I, I I take it as a sign of disrespect to the military and to police officers around there. And that's why I will try harder to go out of my way to say thank you to both those groups of people. I ain't going to change the asshole that's kneeling. That ain't my job. You want to kneel and the team doesn't want to resign you? That's on you. I can't disagree. I worked on our local uh, psych unit. Oh, my God, stories they told. The stuff in their heads, so worth the crap pay just to chat with the crazy. Yeah, amen to that. I, I, I'm tired of this whole national anthem debate, divide, whatever. You don't want to stand up for it, fine, don't stand up for it. There will be repercussions if you don't stand up for it. Sorry. It, it, it's just the way of the world. Every action has a, a, a counteraction, whether it's greater than it, it. It could be, it could maybe not be. But that's just the law of physics. There's a greater or equal reaction to every action. You don't stand for the pledge, or you don't stand for the national anthem, whatever. Thousands of people can't stand you. That's what goes along with it. But I'm not telling you you have to stand. I, no, I Look, hey, I agree with everybody who says the military fights for our rights to not stand. Yes, yes, they absolutely do. They sure do. But if you get caught on TV and you're not standing for the national anthem and you get fired from your company... I have no sympathy for you whatsoever. Equal and opposite reaction? Okay, there you go. So every action has a reaction. There you go. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, All right, that's going to do it for us today. Woo, look at that. We made it. We made it through a... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! And I only had one ear working the entire time, so I think I did pretty good. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Marnie time, same Marnie channel. 
Uh, let's see. What do I usually say here? Uh, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So uh, until tomorrow, I hope that y'all have a fantastic, glorious day. And until tomorrow, I say adios. Yeah, that's what I say. All right. Well, there you go. Adios. Talking shit, you can guarantee you, 
I'm gonna fuck you up. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. You've been listening to The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.